Welcome to Rick's Corner, brought to you by Old School Labs, the brand I trust and the only one I put my name to. Use my code, Drayson12, on the link below. Welcome to Rick's Corner. The man, the myth, the legend. Now on with the show. I got Rich Bianca back. We're going to talk about deltoid development today because deltoids, when you when you see somebody on the street, the first thing you see, well, back in the day was broad shoulders mm -hmm. and a small waist. Um, and today, people are pretty blocky, but you keep a really small waist. I try, man. That's that's that's, that's the hardest part, I think, you know, is keeping that waist tight. It's really hard. Yeah. Especially when you have a girlfriend that wants ice cream every night. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I can't I'm do it every night it. anymore. But delts, uh, I remember when I was training back in, in, in Goals in Venice, before I had shoulder injuries, and I still train them, we would do the standing presses up the line, down the line, laterals up the line, down the line, and I had really nice cap delts from that. And then as you start getting injuries and move on, you can't do that as much, you can't do pressing as much. But years ago, I, I worked out with a man who had a gym way up in Bakersfield, so Joseph Barada. He was about five to six, and he had the best delts of anybody I ever saw. Mm -hmm. He would come into the gym, and he, he competed back in the days after Jack Line. They were all business partners together, and he would only do laterals. He would do sides, rear, and front in a combination of circle, 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 circle. Mm -hmm. And he told me, Rick, you do not need presses. Presses will not do anything for your delts. Mm -hmm. Now you and I, you, I know you're smiling. <laughs> you, Ken Waller told me the same thing. You don't need pressing. Uh -huh. And you told me one day in the gym about a year ago, I was going to do Smith machine presses. Rich, do I need pressing? You said, nah. I said, then why am I doing it? You said, I don't know, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> I remember that? Yeah. Okay. Do you need pressing? You know, you, you really don't. I mean, it's, it's, it totally goes against what every book, every magazine, what we've known, what we've read all yeah. these years, you know, that military presses is the best thing, the mass builder for shoulders. Yeah. And, um, you know, I believe doing the, doing the lateral raises is the best, you know, the sides, the rears, and the fronts. I believe um, that too. Your fronts get worked so hard when you train chest. Yeah, exactly. All the incline presses, the flat presses, it just really, your, your fronts get plenty of work during chest work. Right. And, I mean, me, honestly, I don't even train front delts. I, they get hit with chest, and um, I look at my shoulders in the mirror, and I feel like my fronts are, are don't need to be any bigger. No, if they overshadow the, your rear, then you look like you're always going forward. Exactly. <laughs> or they make your chest look small. <laughs> it's you know? true too. Right. You don't want your front delt sticking out further than your chest. Right. You know, so, so you got to be careful. You got to focus on on side and, and rear. Yeah, yeah. Sides, sides is the most important in my opinion. I mean, yeah. just because that's what gives you the width. Right. You know, and everyone needs more width. I mean, even female models that don't even lift weights. If their shoulders are a little wider, it gives them more of an hourglass, waist looks smaller, true. you know, That's so true. everybody could use a little bit more width in their upper body, no matter who you are, what you do. So when you do, if you do something like that, let's just for their knowledge, and you're going to work delts, how many sets and reps would you do on side and back? Um, I always start my shoulder workout with side laterals because that's for me is the most important. And you start with like 10 pounds. Yeah, I start with 10s and I do 40 reps. <clears throat> I do 15s for 35, I do 20s for 30, and I just go all the way up. And I don't really go heavier than 40s nowadays. You know, back in the day, I'd go up to 80s, but I was really working my traps. Yeah, 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 I know, right. <laughs> and I remember um, I always had huge traps, and my shoulders were always not as good as my traps, and it was because I was going too heavy. So everything I was doing, you know, when, when you do this, you're hitting your traps. All the time. You know, it's like doing a, uh, what do you call it, a power clean, right. you know, which is one of the best exercises for traps. Right. Um, so yeah, so I never go over 40s, and 40s is actually, if you do them strict, 40s is heavy. Very hard. And if your traps are too big, it makes your shoulders look narrow anyway. Oh yeah, it yeah, that draws them in. It's sloped to look, yeah. It's sloped. Yeah, it's awful look. Um, 
So you think the reps are the way to go? I think so. For me, it is. I mean, just that burn in the shoulders and keeping it strict. The most important thing about doing side laterals and rear laterals is is the strict form. You know, it's an isolation exercise. It's not it's a right, compound right. movement. So right. it's very important to keep it strict, squeeze the muscle, get a burn, and go for the feel and just forget about the weight. Do you like the dumbbells better than the cable? You know, I do both. Yeah, uh, for side laterals, I prefer the dumbbell. For rear laterals, I prefer the cable. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. Something about the cable on my left arm when I go, it just hurts my shoulders so bad I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, the, the cables hurt my shoulders more than dumbbells too. Yeah, they do. Which yeah. is odd because you just the other way around. I know, and not even heavy, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. How many days a week do you train them? Uh, I train shoulders two to three times a week. But again, I'm doing lighter weight and I'm doing isolation exercises. I'm not doing, you know, compound heavy <clears throat> movements. I brought this up before, not with you on the show, but I was talking about back in the day when a lot of guys like Steve Reeves would train their bodies three times a week. Uh -huh. Because they were only open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday were women. Uh -huh. And they made good gains on three times a week, but they do the whole body three times wow. a week. Yeah. But uh, I think it was not any more than three, two exercises, three sets, or something like that. Uh, when I had torn my quads, I went to the gym. I couldn't do legs for about three or four or five weeks even. I had leg braces. And so I did upper body every day. Yeah. A little bit here and there and there. And I made some good gains in a month. Yeah. I didn't go crazy with it, but mm -hmm. every day seemed to... And I've seen you go in the gym every day and just do something over and over and over because you get a whim. Yeah. I train instinctively, <clears throat> so I go in the gym. I don't really know what I'm going to train. Right. And I just go to it and I have a good time, enjoy what I do. And, you know, I might I might just say, hey, you know what, I'm going to do little biceps. And I might do four sets of biceps. Just get a little yeah. pop, a little squeeze, a little yeah. butt in there and feel good. I did that today with legs. It yeah. felt good. Yeah. You know, like maybe I'm supposed to do shoulders and triceps. Well, after I finish triceps, I say, ah, oh, you know what, let me go do four sets of biceps. Exactly. Let me do a little forearms after that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, because it's an off day and your body's not expecting it, it responds to it. Oh, yeah. It yeah. always responds to the unexpected. Oh, yeah. You Joe Weider once said, you want to really get big, get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. He can get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, as his voice, and perform a sneak attack on your muscles and shock them in the groin. <laughs> sneak attack. Sneak attack. <laughs> Hop out of bed and start doing your reps right away. Sneak and, and that was his theory at the time. <laughs> All right, one more thing I want to add to this. Um, people say you can't shape a muscle. There are no shaping movements. And I'm, I, I used to think, no, no, there are. But now I'm starting to think there's not. Mm -hmm. Because a muscle only works one way. Your bicep works up and down. Uh -huh. Whether you're doing barbells, dumbbells, or concentration, you're actually developing the bicep. But you're not really shaping it. It has a shape of its own. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I mean, yeah. What's you're, right. Again? you're right. Okay. Rick's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you think about it, whenever you do a curl, no matter whether your arm's up, your arm's down, a curl is a curl. Exactly. I mean, you're, you're, you're curling the arm, you know, right. no matter where the arm is, you're curling it, you yeah. know, so you're working the bicep pretty much the same, you know, yeah. this, this whole, this works the lower bicep, this works the peak, you know, this works the, this, that, you know, it's all the, the reality is, is your genetics is going to, you know, is basically how your muscle is going to end up, That's no matter good, how you train good it. Good point. We were talking about Albert Beckles with a split bicep. Yeah. Because he always had this good split bicep, which I'll post a picture. Boyer Co. And Boyer Co. Yeah. So I said, Albert, one day, I said, this is not too long ago. What did you do for biceps? You know what he tells me? I don't know. I did three or four sets of this, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. And then he was right. That's all he did. Yeah. But his bicep genetically had that nice peak to it. Arnold, too, had a really good peak. Yeah. He didn't do a whole lot. He did 50-pound no. dumbbell curls. Yeah, everyone, like, Sir, you know, Sergio Olivier, Lou Ferrigno had the football-shaped bicep. Right. It didn't have that great peak. It was just a full, long bicep. Exactly. And they're not ever going to have the peak, no matter what they do. They can do concentration curls for the rest of their That's lives. It. And don't believe what you see in the magazine. Back in the day when Franco and Arnold and Waller, all those guys in the magazine, Weeder would come in for a photo shoot. He'd load the T-bar up with about 15 plates. Franco picked that up, and he'd pick it up and hold it and get a shot. Okay, there you go. That's Franco's workout, right? Yeah. You know. And so uh, everybody said, "I have to lift that much weight." Hey, that's to get how big. I do my photo shoots. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Photoshop. But anyway, those were points I wanted to make because it's the same with chest. You can do cable crossovers. Yes, they will develop the chest. They'll make it work because you got a constant move going, whereas dumbbell flies, you lose it somewhere in there, you know? Yeah. Uh, I have uh, even the hammer machine, which I do for chest instead of bench press anymore. And I was a good bench presser. I can't because of my shoulder. I mean, my bench was 455. Mm -hmm. Well, I probably can't do 225 now. But if I do the hammer and it's in your head and you're thinking about the movement because it's like this on that machine, yeah. you can actually visualize dumbbells in your mind and feel like you're using them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, can, you, you have control over your muscles. Totally. You know, when you're having the free weights, you don't have the same control. I mean, you can, but. I would say 98% of people in the gym don't and never will, right. you know, but there's people, you know, like Arnold, you know, the thing he said in Pumping Iron was, or no, I think I read an article, he said that I can go in the gym and I can do one set for one muscle group and leave the gym. That takes me one minute and I'll be more productive in my workout than some normal person that spends an hour and a half in the gym. Well, have we seen that? One set, just because he has the mind-muscle connection, the squeeze, uh, you know, other people just go through the... The motions. They just go through the motions. It's funny because I had Steve Austin here a couple of times. We were talking like you and I. He's a wonderful guy. Mm -hmm. He's a wonderful guy. And we end the show and he says, oh, false finish. we got to go on to something else. Well, we've had a couple of false finishes here. I'll just keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's other things that I, that I like to say about that because, um, you know, you can do one sit and you can really work the muscle like that. And, and it just depends on how much you want to put into it today. It's mind over matter. If you have no mind, it really doesn't matter. Right, right? exactly. So you've got to put your head into your workouts. And I was going to say something about that and I entirely forgot where I was going with it. But uh, that was what it was back in the day. We'd go in and you really focus on that group. And you see the gyms today and these guys aren't focusing. They're just going through the motions. They're talking to chew gum. They're on their cell phone. One guy comes to the gym in between every set he's on his cell phone or he's doing this and doing this. How do you focus on your set in the gym when you're talking on the phone? Yeah. You see so much of that. Yeah, no, for sure. And the women in the gym, you know, they screw us up too, you know. <laughs> do they? <laughs> no, I don't. They, they screw me up, man. I'm ready to do a set and I got a girl bending over in front of me and I just lose my train but, of thought. But, <laughs> yes, that's true. But when you go to our gym and it's the same women over and over yeah. again, there's no, there's not. There's well, I wasn't talking about our gym, right? Our gym is boring. Boring. <laughs> boring. That's why we go, so we get a good workout. Exactly. Well, you know, you go over to Gold's Venice once in a while and, you know, you just, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's totally different menu. Oh, on your that's a whole different menu over there. <laughs> that's the dessert menu at the end of the day, right? And the appetizers. Well, thank you, Rich, for coming on and uh, thanks for watching watching Rick's Corner. See you next time. Hey everybody, I just wanted to introduce you to my new clothing line, Jim Bums of California. It's at yeahiwork.com, Y-I-W-O.com. I have this and two other designs, plus shorts, tank tops, there's hoodies, there's all kinds of stuff. These are my designs from the 1980s that we brought back all new Rick Racing collection. Go to yiwo.com, or through it, you can order direct. They're all brand new with my signature. Hope you enjoyed the video brought to you by Old School Labs. Use my discount code DRAYSON12 on the link below at OldSchoolLabs.com. Hey everyone, now you can have the Gold's Gym logo drawn by me, the artist Rick Drayson. Personalized and made out to you and signed by me to frame and put on your gym wall or wherever you see fit to do so. It's a piece of bodybuilding history. It will never be duplicated again. It's the largest selling icon t-shirt logo in the world. And I'm the guy that drew it and I will draw it for you. Just go to my website, rickdrazen.com and order there. You can pay through PayPal and it'll be sent out right away. And be sure to watch Rick's Corner for all the videos on bodybuilding, nutrition, fitness, pro wrestling, and anything that suits your interests as far as getting physically fit and being the best you can be from the golden era of bodybuilding.
Listen, he's the equalizer, baby. See you next time.